Ever feel like you're doing this teaching thing alone? You don't have to be. Share Teaching is all about sharing the workload through the power of collaboration and teamwork. Together, we'll walk through all the difficult parts of teaching and learn how to streamline our processes, fine-tune our time management, and develop a more manageable workload. If that sounds like a dream come true to you, then welcome to the Shared Teaching Podcast. Let's share in the teaching to make those dreams a reality. Now here's today's Shared Teaching. Hello and welcome back to the Share Teaching Podcast. I'm your host, Susan, the creator behind Shared Teaching. Thank you so much for listening and taking time out of your day to come join me. I am going to talk today about SightWord Interactive Notebooks, but before I get into that, I just want to say if you like these episodes and you love this podcast, take a few minutes to rate and review it on Apple Podcasts so more teachers can find these episodes as well. Okay, so episode 81, we're talking about SightWord Interactive Notebooks, how to make them work for you in less time. So I feel like it's been a few years since interactive notebooks kind of exploded in the teaching world. They were everywhere at one point, and they still are, but I feel like not as much because we've decided, although they're amazing and fun, they can be incredibly time-consuming. So today I'm going to share not only how I made my SightWord interactive notebooks work less time, but just how to choose a better interactive notebook that will work for you better than the traditional interactive notebooks. So the first thing is less cutting. Depending on the grade level you teach, and if you're here, I'm assuming you're an elementary teacher, I primarily give content for first and second grade teachers, then you're going to want to look for a sightword interactive notebook that requires less cutting. In my experience, the more a student has to cut out, the longer it's going to take them, especially students who struggle still with scissor skills. Now, mind you, I've been teaching second grade the last several years, and I've seen a decline in great cutting skills, which means more students are struggling with this. Many interactive notebooks tend to have a lot of different parts to cut, glue, and fold in order to make them look cute. These type of notebooks don't tend to be very functional for our younger students. I'm all about saving time in my classroom so I can maximize instruction in small group times. That is where I'm going to get the most bang for my buck in my classroom, so I want to make sure that I protect those times. So by creating my own SightWord interactive notebooks, I was able to do just that when I designed pages that had less cutting. First, most of the pages require one cut straight down the middle, and there are two days on each page, so each day is a half page. As a teacher, you could easily just cut it in half for your students using the paper cutter, and that's just one less thing students will have to cut later. Most pages require no cutting once you've cut that cut down the middle of the half page, and a few of the days only need a few straight lines to cut or create flaps, 
The hardest page comes every other week if you decide to do a page a day like I am intending this product to be done for, and it requires students to make a small pocket for storing materials or actually little word cards. Okay, the other thing you're going to want to look for besides less cutting is for the interactive notebook to have repetitive activities. So speaking of having the same page every other week when it comes to cutting, the next element we're looking for is repetitive activities. Too much repetition and you're going to have bored students. So it's important to kind of find that right balance. I personally find the interactive notebooks that have different activities almost every page to be a lot. Most of the time I feel is spent instructing students on how to cut and complete the page rather than focusing on practicing the skill that the page was originally intended to help your students with. Lower elementary students especially should be given repetitive activities, but you also don't want the same activity every single day. Providing some kind of variety, but also some consistency in activities is key in saving class time putting together their SightWord interactive notebooks. My SightWord pre-primer interactive notebook, for example, has 14 different activities among the 24 full pages, 14 different activities that are repeating across 48 days. So there is quite a bit of variety there, but there's also some repetition. And this means students become familiar with the style of activities and they do not need to be taught how to complete them. Many of the activities are common word work center activities that most students are already used to and can complete independently. All of this means you spend less time showing your students how to cut, glue, and complete pages and students can really focus on practicing the words. Now my next tip is you're going to look for some variety but not too much. So the secret to getting a good interactive notebook is that you want to protect your kids from boredom, but you also don't want to have too much variety so that you're having a lot of confusion and chaos when students are trying to complete this activity. That's where those classroom management problems and behaviors start breaking down, is when your students cannot or do not understand what they should be doing. When they know exactly what to do, they can complete the work independently and it's freeing you up to concentrate on your small group instruction. So you kind of want to look for that balance. Last but not least, substance over cutesy. (laughs) So you want to look for an interactive notebook that focuses more on practice rather than just being cutesy. Students don't really care so much for cutesy as much as teachers do. I think as a teacher, we're like, oh, look, this is so cute. It looks adorable. I love it. They're cutting out animal shapes and flipping and folding and whatever. But students don't, I mean, younger students maybe don't care quite as much, I believe, as maybe upper elementary students do. That's just my personal opinion and what I've seen in my classroom. But feel free to disagree with me on that point. But If you have cutesy activities, they tend to be complicated and hard for our students to complete. You want to look for SightWord interactive notebooks that do not have a lot of small pieces or complicated items to cut out. Your younger learners can have trouble with scissors skills and folding. Finding notebooks that require less of this means more time for your classroom instruction and independent practice, which is the whole key here, right? Why are we having them complete these activities and these notebooks? It's because we want them practicing and practicing independently is ideal. 
There's nothing worse than planning out what you think is going to be a fun and worthwhile independent activity and then finding out it's too hard for students to work on and they can't be independent, right? Like that's just the worst. So again, if you are shopping or looking for interactive notebooks this summer to implement in your classroom this coming fall, you want to look for notebooks that have less cutting, that have repetitive activities, but not too many repetitive activities. You still want a little bit of variety in there, but you want to have that balance of them being able to complete the activities independently because there's some kind of consistency in the format of the things that they're completing. And last, you want to make sure that they're actually getting the practice they need to be getting by completing the page, that it's not just a big time of cutting and gluing and folding practice. So if you're planning on using SightWord Interactive Notebooks, shameless plug, you can check out my student-friendly notebooks. I've created interactive SightWord Notebooks for the Dolch Words pre-primer through third grade. They will be on sale, I'm hoping, July 1st, and you can get them for two days, 50% off. I have most of them completed. I'm just working on all those pesky TPT details with the covers and the descriptions and the thumbnails and all that beautiful stuff. So it looks great in the shop for you to purchase. So if you sign up to follow my TPT store or you sign up for my email list, which you can find at sharedteaching.com, then you're not going to miss when these actually hit my store. And because I promised July 1st, if I get them up before then, they will be on sale before then. But if you get them too late, then the 50% off goes away. All right, so thank you so much for tuning in. And I will have another episode for you, a bonus Saturday episode, coming up this weekend. So you're not going to want to miss that. Bye for now. If you've loved this show, then join me in sharing the teaching. Hitting that subscribe button and leaving us a review on iTunes so we can be found by more teachers like you who are ready to start sharing the workload. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Find new episodes each week on shareteaching.com. Thanks for listening to the Share Teaching Podcast. So 14 of the same activities, first I'll pack using, then in my 